Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by GetGo Cafe and Market. Tom, I'm telling you, man, if y'all ain't going to GetGo Cafe and Market to get you some sandwiches and some drinks, you are missing out. I'm getting me my wraps. I'm getting me my mac and cheese bites. I'm getting me my smoothies, my healthy smoothies. There's so many great options there. Definitely get to your, your local GetGo. Chris, you look splendid tonight. Thank you, you, sir. You look, you look fantastic. Thank you. I, I try. You know, I got, I got a little fade in. My man Antoine hooked me up with a good cut. But uh, something crazy happened over the weekend, Tom. That I wanted to talk to you about because a lot of Steelers fans have been clamoring, and I mean clamoring, for a quarterback trade. Trade for this quarterback. Trade for that quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff. Everybody, got, 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 get. Just put the trades out there. That's what they. All, well, a trade finally happened. And I saw on social media the first time Steelers fans took a step back and said, whoa, okay, we don't need that action. Because the, the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams swapped quarterbacks. Uh, Jared Goff's now a Lion. Uh, Matt Stafford's now a Ram. But not just swapped quarterbacks. The Rams gave up for Matthew Stafford two first-round picks and a third-round pick all in future years. The Rams have now traded away seven consecutive first round picks in, bu in in building their current roster. It is insane, it is crazy, and if you think Matt Stafford costs that much, Deshaun Watson is out there, Aaron Rodgers is out there, you think any of those guys are going away for cheap? This was what you, me, Dale, everybody has been telling Steelers fans about this have been warning y'all about. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Jim Rutherford was also been running the Rams uh, on the side with with getting rid of all those first round picks. Jalen Ramsey had to be well, a couple of them, right? Yeah, yeah, at, least, at least at least one, maybe two. Jalen, yeah, that that is. I mean, the other thing I thought about more than anything when I saw that trade last night, other than like you know just a gasp, was my goodness, the class of 2016, the top of the board. Mm. You know, Goff is gone. Uh, Wentz is on the bench and who knows mm -hmm. where, you know, where, where he goes next. And it's crazy. Uh, and man, yeah, that's a lot to give up. Uh, what Stafford's 32, 32. Yeah. He's 32. Stafford's in like in his thirties. Right. Now, so here's the thing about, here's the thing about this, Tom, is that with Stafford being at that age, this has, this is a super win now gamble for the Rams. You're banging. Now, granted, also, Jared Goff's contract was absolutely part of this. He had a whole lot of guaranteed money, a whole lot oh, of money yeah. that they, need, they needed to get rid of because, and he was just not going to be the guy. But Matt Stafford has to come in here, and, and the gamble has to be upon McVay and, and the Rams. It's like, look, we got a great defense. You got athletes yeah. all over there. Just bring in a quarterback that doesn't lose you the game the way Goff did. And Matt Stafford, this is your chance to prove yourself. You've been on the Lions for years. You've never really had a real shot. You've been to one playoff game and you lost it. Now you get a shot to, to show what you got on a team that has a lot of good things going for it. Yeah, he's always been one of those guys I think people look at him and say, you know, that's a really good quarterback. Too bad he was not on a better team. He's put up respectable numbers over the years. Uh, and never and has never had his shot. And you're right. This is we'll see what he does with it because they should have a, a decent opportunity uh, to get back to the playoffs and and of course beyond. That's that's what the Rams are looking. They've they've been to a Super Bowl a couple it's a couple years ago, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with Goff. 
with Goff. And, and and what it was honestly that to me was the start of the problems because he only scored they only the Rams offense only scored what three points in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They were putrid, and and, and the thing is the Patriots offense wasn't that good either. Uh, and that to me was the start of, of the bad signs for the Rams. And then you had in 2019 because uh, I believe it was 2018 when the, when that Super Bowl happened. Then you had 2019 where you had the, you know they missed the playoffs and they lost to the Steelers with Mason Rudolph quarterbacking. Mm. Um, and they had a rough time. And, Jared Goff, just this year, he, he didn't look like he was the man. So, I mean, it, it's an interesting move by the Rams, but it's a huge gamble to give up that many picks, two first-rounders and a third-rounder down the line. That's just a lot of investment. Yeah, and, and again, I go back to that 2016 draft. I mean, Goff, as we said, went to a Super Bowl, but he has not been very good, great since. Uh, Wentz, I mean, Wentz took them. He didn't He didn't win the Super Bowl, obviously, because he got hurt. Right. But he made the playoffs for a couple years and then just – both of those guys, their careers have just kind of cratered. Uh, yeah, I am not. I am not up for those kind of huge deals unless you have a very young team and you've got a bunch of assets already. The Steelers do not have assets. That's nope. I mean, that's the thing that that fans are having to come to grips with is they don't have that. They they really can't afford to do this. They've got they've got other needs. Who's going to protect this said quarterback when he exactly. comes in here? Every first round pick you're giving up is another a potential offensive lineman to give that next quarterback or Ben Roethlisberger if he's sticking around more time to to work with and to develop a run game. That's the thing Steelers fans got to recognize. You 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 need to keep building your core and you got several good young players: Devin Bush, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Stephon Tuitt, Alex Highsmith, Chase Claypool, Deontay. They got guys that are young all over the roster, but you got to keep building. And if you give if you give up two first round picks and what the Texans said with Deshaun Watson, they want two firsts and two seconds and two defensive players. You do that. That's like the Herschel Walker trade and heck no, you never do the Her- Herschel Walker trade. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I mean, if with the Steelers, I, I think you just, you're going to go with Ben and then you're going to have to find your quarterback uh, maybe a year from now. And it's going to, it, we've, it's been a constant theme when you and I talk about this. Like, I don't think Steeler fans like to hear it from me. It's going to hurt here very soon. It's 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 going to uh, they're going unless you you know find lightning in a bottle and find a really good quarterback in the draft. Uh, I just I I just don't see them then trading for a quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks and Ben Roethlisberger, you know not needing to go anywhere. Art Rooney the second spoke about this on on Thursday last week, and Tom, I wanted to get your thoughts on this because. I talked. I've talked to Dale about it. We both agreed it made the most sense. Ben has to come back on a cheaper deal, at least a, a deal that doesn't hurt them as much in this year's cap space as his forty-one point two million dollars would. Um, and there were a few things that came out of this call with, with Mr. Rooney that were the most intriguing. Number one, he said him saying that Ben has to take a pay cut if he's going to stick around because that that's what this team needs. That was by far the most important statement, and that was the Steelers saying, "Hey, Ben." You know, we love you, but 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 you ain't that guy anymore. And there needs to be a focus on the rest of the team. Number two, Mike Tomlin is sticking around for the future. They said that, you know, the a deal's being worked out. I thought that was really important. Number three, of course, they're they want to emphasize the running game. And to, and to me, Tom, the biggest problem that happened with the Steelers down this stretch was the fact that the running game disappeared. In the first six games, they were one. They were uh, they were in the top ten in rushing in the in the NFL. They were they were they were moving the ball on the ground. They were successful with it. They went away with from it after like the midseason point, and they never got back to it. And that became a problem down the stretch. And that's uh, uh, you know ironically that's where Ben Roethlisberger's issues came as a quarterback. 
I gotta ask, do you think where do you think what do you think of the way Mr. Rooney's approach is and saying like, hey, willing to keep around Ben for this? Because I look at him saying if Ben and Ben said he's willing to take the pay cut, if Ben's willing to take the pay cut and 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 move off a majority of that nineteen million dollars in cap space they can free up on his contract, that opens up a lot of doors in free agency and keeping certain players. Yeah, it's realistic. And Ben, let's face it, Ben's made a lot of money. <laughs> a lot ben, of money. And Ben knows that if he's going to have any kind of chance of keeping some of his teammates here, he has to do it. It's it's good for the team. It's good for his probably last season with the team. Uh, you don't want to come back and have no shot at making the playoffs. You lose too many of your players. Um, so, yeah, I just I, I always thought that he was going to be back. Now, the fact that he's willing to take the pay cut certainly gives you some, some hope of maybe rescuing one or two of those players. Maybe you can keep some of these guys that you thought you were going to lose, uh, which would help them, and then couple that with you know adding pieces in the draft, which they you know desperately need to do as far as the running game, which you were addressing. And I completely agree with your uh, uh, analysis there on, on how things went so wrong with the running game. You know, I talked to Joe Thomas during late in the season when they, you know, they were just running for 50, 40 yards. And his point was, you can just tell they're not emphasizing it in practice. It's it's not part of their, really part of their game plan because they, they just don't look like they want to run the ball. And uh, I think he was right. They just, as, as the season went on, it just became pass, pass, pass. And and I, I think we saw that with the Bills too, right? The yep. Bills, the, you, know, yep. you know, the Bills are an up and coming team, I think. I think I'm not completely sold on Jared Allen yet, but you can't throw the ball that many times. I agree. You just, you just can't. You just, you know, you look at Kansas City, they have a obviously the best quarterback in the league or one of the two best quarterbacks in the league. Um, but you just, you know, they run the ball sometimes. They can run the ball effectively. And um, yeah, that, that, that has to get fixed. And, and I know that's one of the things that Mr. Rooney mentioned. Yeah, and and I, I agree. And and again, all he's asking for is for a balance to the team. The Steelers came in last in rushing, and he said you you can't win a se- win a season like that. And that that's where this team needs to go. And it's so funny, Tom. I don't think they're that far away. If they if they can just if they can get a playmaker running back and two linemen in this offseason. And you know, part of this is going to be you know what is happening with Pouncey. We know Dale said that you know Pouncey is leaning heavily on retirement. Um, if Pouncey does retire, then you need to get a center. Do they get one in free agency? Do they draft one early? There's no really first round center that I'm picking this year. Maybe a Creed Humphrey in the second round because he looks really good. Um, you know, but then you're also looking at maybe drafting an offensive tackle and still needing to draft a running back. You know, those are those are th- those are three positions that you need to address this offseason. And if but here's the thing again, if they can even just get a decent ground game, not a not a not a you know a top 10, top five rushing game where you know, like the Browns have Nick Chubb or the Titans have Derrick Henry and the Vikings have Dalvin Cook. They don't need that. They need a comparable run game that when a defense takes the field, they know, hey, we have to watch number 25 or whoever's in the backfield because that guy could 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 hurt us if we don't if we don't keep keep working on this on, on that and then that that allows you to open up more things for Ben Roethlisberger saying hey we're not asking you to throw into these ridiculously tight windows we're asking you to attack this defense that's looking for the run yeah and we just saw that you just as this season you know wound to a close how you know he struggled to throw those short intermediate passes because teams from starting with the Baltimore game when they were when they were the COVID uh, uh, 
uh, you know, the COVID Ravens when they came in here after all those delays, how, how well they played against them. And then Washington and everyone kind of did the same thing against them, right? Down yeah. the stretch. Uh, and it really squeezed them. Uh, and if it wasn't for the second half of that game against the, the, the Colts, you remember they, you know, the second half against the Colts, they were behind in that game. Yep. And then, you know, they fell behind, you know, just way too far in the Browns game. Threw the ball well in the second half there, but they, you know, that by then you're it's just what else can you do? So yeah, they they've got to get to, back to some kind of balance. And, and I think that's what Mr. Rooney is emphasizing. And I think it's it's really impressive um, that you know the, the Rooney's have maintained this this status of the Steelers for so long. I just I have a hard time going against. You know, when he comes out and says something, I have a hard time going against uh, what what his what their analysis is and how how they're taking the organization forward. So, Tom, this upcoming Saturday, the NFL, we will know who the NFL Hall of Fame class of 2021 will be. Now, for Steelers fans, there's an embarrassment of riches cut coming forward with this next year, as long as. COVID calms down enough so that they can have a Hall of Fame set ceremony. We have still waiting over from last year who didn't get a ceremony. Troy Polamalu, Bill Cower, Donnie Shell, and now you you're looking at what seems like a gimme of Bill Nunn being being enshrined into the Hall of Fame this upcoming year. But where a lot of fans are still having questions is will Alan Fanica be part of this 2021 class? I think he's got a good shot. Uh, just when you when you look down the list of, of of the modern era finalists, I think that two guys probably to me there's there's one slam dunk for sure, and that's Peyton Manning, right? Yeah, you're, yes. and you're probably going to you you know obviously Barb or um, uh, Allen is Fanica is is a modern era player. You're probably going to get maybe five in there. Yeah, so he's in there. I think we talked about you and I kind of agree Charles Woodson has a yes. good shot. Yes, because he's, he's just up there at interceptions. Right, and I don't know where Calvin Johnson I, – I, and you, 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 we, we were talking off air. You brought up a very good point about sometimes receivers have to wait. I mean, to me, Calvin Johnson is going to get in the Hall of Fame at some point. Agreed. Uh, but maybe he does have to wait uh, a year or so. I've, it's been my it's been my – it's been my thought over the years that, that the NFL, the, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, more so than other Hall of Fames, really takes into account Super Bowls and, and guys that win rings mm. uh, that are that are good, you know, obviously very good players because they wouldn't be up there. And I think that, that Fanica has, 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 has had, had, had a long wait here. I think there's a lot of guys that you can make arguments for, but, but you can't say Alan Fanica doesn't have a shot. I think – He's going to be right there. It's it's going to be. I think it'll be close, but I think I think he has a decent shot this year. And yeah, I, it would be crazy. Uh, five five people from the Steelers getting in at the same time, uh, as you mentioned, they're the three guys from last year. So yeah, I, I think a lot of people are pulling for him, and I think he's got a decent shot. Um, you know who who do you think? Well, let's let's look. Who would what would be your top five if, if you if you if, if if there's five uh, modern candidates? Who would you go with? I mean, uh, my first two are Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson. Woodson has the fifth most interceptions of all time. That just that yeah. just can't be ignored. Um, I look at Jared Allen, but I just I don't feel like Jared Allen is a first ballot Hall of Famer to me. I just I never was. I always thought he was an amazing player, but I never felt like he was the the dominant player that you know those other two guys were. If it was me, Tom, 
Calvin Johnson would be in. But when I look at, again, the history of wide receivers, Chris Carter needed five years of eligibility to get in. Uh, Randy Moss didn't get in on his first ballot. Terrell Owens, um, you know, just time and time again, we've seen wide receivers have to wait despite being clearly the best of their era um, or, you know, one of the best of all time. And that's where I have a, that, that's where I wonder about this because then there's also you have to look at the potential of Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne. Most of them have been waiting for quite some time. Now, granted, they were never the physical dominating presence that Calvin Johnson was, but both of them pl- play, played longer careers. Tory Holt also has a Super Bowl to his name uh, with the with the greatest show on turf, Rams. Um, so I think that has to be looked at. Um, I, I think there's also some other guys that could sneak into this conversation. You still got the Patriots, Rodney Harrison. Um, you still got Tony Baselli, another offensive lineman that's been waiting a long time. Rondé Barber, uh, of course, with that Buccaneers Super Bowl ring. Eric Allen, who played for the Raiders and the Eagles predominantly in his career. There's a lot of really interesting candidates here, but I'm with you. Alan Fanica was arguably the best guard in football at times, and this was a guy who was on a was on was on the Steelers through a time it got them back to being Super Bowl champions and was a huge part of that 2005 2006 team that that could push him over my biggest thing is is that I've always heard about the the bias against the Steelers and not trying to put in more Steelers in a year where you're going to already see four be getting in in these upcoming ceremonies will there will there be a push to avoid having a fifth yeah you know possibly that could possibly play into it but again I think I, I don't think necessarily. I, I think they try to the, the presenters or the, the 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 voters kind of work to try to find deserving pl- guys places where they can get them in. Uh, and to me, this is a this is a class where there's not to me more than two. I agree with you, two slam dunks. Yes. So that that leaves maybe three spots for Alan Fanica to get in there. There's some guys I just don't think you know. I'm going to get killed for this living in Ohio, but I don't think Clay Matthews <gasps> is is uh, is to me on that level uh, and a terrific player. But I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to get in this time. So it'll be interesting. I, I, I also wonder sometimes there is a push when once guys become uh, management too have had good careers. A guy like John Lynch, mm. we haven't mentioned. Uh, he's been up like eight times, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's always there's always what to me there's always one that the really surprises me uh, the guy that gets in but it's 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 a cool thing and the way they're, they're they they've done it the last couple of years with the knock on the door it'll be nice and it, it'll be very nice for Bill Nunn let's 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 be honest uh, Pittsburgh guy through and through mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's a really cool thing for 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 that for that family uh, and it'll be a celebration in Pittsburgh and like we said with 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 the other players as well. Uh, and 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 Coach Cower, so it'll be fun regardless. But I, I do think that I I do think that Alan Fanick has got a decent shot. All right, well there you have it. Tom Tom says Alan Fanick says a good shot. Find out Saturday when they reveal the 2021 NFL Hall of Fame class. <laughs> 